you know, popularity is one of the things that probably bring most of us down, especially the message. Like, we get popular and then we forget the person that's created us, you know? We want to become part of the world. So a hypocrite, an imposter, he can go to the world and affiliate with the world and act like the world and live in the world and enjoy the pleasures of the world and come to church and pretend to be a Christian. But the real Christian can't go out into the world and come back. There's something wrong. So that shows, show me your company, I'll tell you who you are. Let me go into your house and see what you read. Let me listen to, see what kind of music you, you have playing. Let me see what kind of magazines, what kind of literature you read. Let me look in your office and see if it's a big bunch of these vulgar pictures of pinups and things. And you tell me you're Christian. I won't say nothing to you, but in my heart, I'll watch what kind of fruit you're bearing. Welcome back to another episode. I hope you're all doing well and having a good summer. Uh, today, I'm delighted to be joined by a special guest. She's the host of the All Being Life podcast and the brains behind the All Being Life Instagram page, where she shares her thoughts and advice on life, self-care, and personal growth. Welcome, Naomi, to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on the podcast. Good. How's your, uh, how's your summer going so far? Yeah, my summer has been going fine. Like, not nothing much, nothing big. Haven't gone on any holidays. Yeah, I've been mostly at home, so like <laughs> this has been my chill summer. Like all the other summers was like all right, maybe something was going on, but this summer there's not too much going on. So I'm kind of taking advantage of it before I get busy once again. Okay, that's that's fair enough. A uh, bit of background for everyone. Uh, originally, Naomi invited me onto her podcast a few months back. We discussed friendship and uh, knowing your entourage. So, you know, it's just about time I, you know, return the favor. <laughs> yeah, it's been, I actually forgot that we're supposed to do one together on yours. So, yeah, when you asked me, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was always in the, I was going to do it. I just had waiting for inspiration, kind of. Mm-hmm. As the uh, title says, the theme of this episode is influence. So, first question, would you consider yourself an influencer? no not at all like I wouldn't even say I'm close to what an influencer normally is because for me I feel like an influencer is somebody that first of all is quite popular or quite known and they have sorts some sorts of impact on people's lives like I would say yeah from the podcast I have experienced some sort of someone coming to me and say oh I enjoyed that episode like I was going through this and like it was nice to listen to that particular episode that you had on but I've never had like you know that feeling of like oh yeah I'm an influence of, of sorts and I don't think I'll ever want to be considered one just because sometimes when you think of an influencer I know for me back in the day when I thought of an influencer it was like someone who yeah like they had an impact to people's lives but then sometimes there was a negative um view when it came to an influencer because some of them you know they aren't always who they really are and then some of them where when you look at them it's just like you don't really trust everything that they say because of what you would hear their point of views and stuff but I do know a few people myself that I would consider influencers and I follow them because for like the past few years these ones are like the type that I consider they have like a message you know, a positive message that can contribute to my life, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Raise a few good points there, you know, not trusting everything that we see online because obviously people can portray a certain persona to try to mm. get you to do something, you know. Um, but the question I was going to ask is that uh, when you started your page then, what did you set out to do? What was the aim? What were the aims that you had when you set out? Yeah, so, like, previously, like, I know on my own personal Instagram, I always enjoyed like seeing when people would share stuff like positive quotes and quotes like around life and stuff. So when I when I started off, I only started off as a page. So there was no podcast or anything. It was just the Instagram page. I started with the purpose of like 
sharing my own experiences through quotes and other people's quotes that I would see online because when I would share on my own page it was like I was posting a lot and I was like okay this can be a little bit annoying so like the other page was kind of a way for me to be free because it's specifically for that reason so the aim of that was to share something that would uplift people like quotes that I thought were positive and uplifting because I feel sometimes in life we need that so that's how the all being life page came about like the aim was just to share my own experiences knowing that some stuff that we go through we all go through it but sometimes we don't know this so by having a platform where I could share my own quotes and stuff it kind of helped me express myself a little bit and express the kind of experiences that I had that I feel somebody else can learn from it. Yeah, you said one thing there about stuff we go through. You think sometimes, am I the only person going through this? Nobody understands. But then yeah. it's very encouraging sometimes to see like a page like yours, share a message, you know, stay strong, you know, or don't, what do you, you said something recently today about uh, staying down as a choice or something like that. Sorry if I missed the word. But, um, yeah, yeah. Getting up when life knocks you down and things like that, which is very encouraging. Yeah, that particular quote was just because, you know, sometimes when you go through life, something comes at you, yeah, and then you just have that feeling, oh, I want to give up and everything. But I've always had that attitude where no matter how life get hard, life gets hard for me, I always push on. Like I always try my hardest. Like I mm. rather off try and try and fail again and again rather than sitting back and being like oh okay maybe if I tried harder that last time maybe if I just gave it my all things would have turned out differently so I just have that attitude I keep trying again and again and sometimes I feel like what are you even doing like you feel like you're losing your sanity but it's just because I feel that when you give up I just don't like the idea of what if like what if I tried harder I would have failed at something knowing I gave it my best. So sometimes, you know, when life throws stuff at you, it's best to just keep pressing on. And I feel there's always like something at the other side, like there's always something positive at the end of the day. That's why I said with like all being life is like, we go through certain stuff, like in the darkness, you might not see it, but there's always the light like down the tunnel, like there's always better days. Every cloud has a silver lining, as they say. Yeah. yeah yeah i think it's good as well you know um using the platform that you sort of obviously social media gives everyone a platform so you use that to spread some positivity to people and stuff so also i think it's very um commendable for sisters especially to share like understanding you get some people share like understanding of scriptures or something obviously because of the parameters there are in church and things but because social mm -hmm. media gives you like a voice you can share what script you just read and what how it like touched you or how it affected you or how well, you're going through this, but then you found solace in something, you know. I think that's also very yeah. commendable. Yeah, that's why sometimes I get other people on it as well, like to give their own experiences because my experience could be my own, but then maybe somebody else went through something different to me, but that, that exact same situation. And with their experiences, you'll find that even yourself, when you're recording with a person, you're like, oh my, this, yeah, I've been through that myself. And you can kind of relate to the person. Because the way I see it in life, if you can't learn from other people's experiences, then sometimes we have to check ourselves. Because I know some people, they're like, oh, I've been through this already. So why would I like listen to somebody else? Like some people get to that point where they feel they know everything. But I feel we learn every single day. So for you, like you might not be going through that same situation, but by observing other people, you can learn so much and apply with your own experiences. Like that's one thing I've noticed in life. Like when you observe, like I could come up with a certain idea. Someone would be like, where did you come up with that idea or that conclusion? It's because I've watched other people around me and I've seen their experiences and I've learned from it. Do you know what I mean? Like you could get yourself in a, a situation where you've never been before, but it is good to ask other people like, hey, look what's happening. Like I'm in this situation, what should I do? Like, it's always good to be humble enough to ask other people what they've been through so we could all learn from each other's mistakes. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot of things you said there about not just humility to learn from 
don't say other people's mistakes, but how other people dealt with something. So you have mm-hmm. that, you know, prior knowledge. If, for example, you have gone through something, or even if you have gone through something, to humble yourself enough to hear what others have to say on, on the matter as well, you know. This does make yeah. me examine my own sort of uh, the way I use whatever social media because I personally don't use it like as much as you lot do in the way you do it. Uh, I certainly enjoy it. Like I just go on it for the memes and stuff sometimes, but they all have their uses, whether that's Instagram, Twitter, they all have their particular uses. But I was thinking maybe the way that I would sort of share any kind of message or whatever would be through this podcast because that's like that's one of the reasons sort of why i started it. i wanted to say something so i started in it and i said whatever i needed to say and then all that happens to have more sort of ideas and things that come along later and on drivers and jabs i also wanted to ask you on um there's this thing uh that i've heard uh, often girls associate with their Instagram pages and their photos the word um, aesthetic you know mm-hmm. I think yours is like sort of a light creamy floral kind of aesthetic would you agree with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be honest I move about a little bit like recently I've kind of went in for like the neutrals like browns grays yeah. I'm kind of trying to paint an image a little bit, you know. I'm kind of changing the theme around. I've went through, especially people that follow me from the beginning, you know, I've went through, like, an actual phase where I started one thing and I went to the next one. And I was like, I don't like this. And I went to the next one. And that's what I mean. Sometimes I'm just that kind of a person where until I find something I like, I'll keep messing about and seeing what is sticking or what isn't sticking. And I think so far, like, what I have now is, like, something that I will keep on for a while. Because I feel yeah. like it kind of goes with the image of all being life in some sort. Okay, so aesthetic is very important, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think for me, yeah, I'm, I'm the type I'll spend maybe a good 30 minutes on one post, on <laughs> one post, creating <laughs> one post, and then I'm like, mm, I don't really like it, and then I'll change. And I'm even like that when somebody else asks me to work on something for them, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not satisfied. Do you like it? I'm like, yeah, but I'm not satisfied, you know? <laughs> I have yeah. a thing like that, you know, even recently my own father asked me to work on something and he told me like work on it and then I worked on it and then I showed him and I was like, yeah, but there's something not right, <laughs> you know? So I have that thing as well where like I would say aesthetic is important on the page just because sometimes visuals do matter, you know? Sometimes I know myself if I go on a page and there's I feel there's not too much effort put in yeah. and then I'm like, you know, unless like I already know the person, what they're doing for a while. Like if I'm listening to have a podcast, then I'm like, oh, like I follow them for that reason. But if sometimes when something's not aesthetically pleasing, you're just like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's my marketing side thinking like that. But yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's important to keep the aesthetic consistent, you said. Yeah. Well, okay. you can mess around a little bit. I know for me, like my posts are kind of varying. But I would say the colors are kind of similar, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I wanted to use the word consistency. So I got tangent, sort of thing, you know. Um. So, like, how do you remain consistent with like posting almost like every week and keep on producing like unique topics of discussion? Yeah. So sometimes it could depend. You know, life happens. <laughs> so yeah. like, I'll have sometimes a phase where I'm like very active very consistent for like a good two weeks or so and then sometimes I kind of delay so what I usually do is if I have like I use this app called Trello so I use that for example to put like quotes that I have I put them like all in there so I have like maybe a day I'm like okay today let me just make a couple of posts and then I'll have those posts I'm like I'll be I'll be putting out maybe each day before I used to do like maybe every second day but now I've kind of said okay every like each day if I can but if I can't I'll try my best to do every second day so that's how I kind of keep it consistent on the page Mm -hmm. but on the podcast I would say a bit like you sometimes if there's inspiration if there's something I want to talk about then I'll talk about it but I do have like a spreadsheet like where I have them 
topics that I want to talk about. But at the same time, you know, this, there's this thing that you have like these topics, but then you want to record, but you're just not feeling it. So sometimes mm-hmm. I have those things, I have like topics and people will be like, so when's the next episode? I'm like, yeah, you know, soon, but it's just, I'm not feeling it. Like there's like topics chilling there, but I'm just not feeling the inspiration to even do some of them. But then mm-hmm. I have those moments where I'm like, okay, I feel like energized to like like um record a couple of them and then I'll just have them out that way. Before I used to do it like when I started off back in March, I was doing it like basically every week. But then afterwards, you know, life started to happen. I said, let's be real. You're not gonna be able to have it up every week because it's like once like I know some people post like in a week they can post like twice, but for me it's like one like one episode each week so then I switched up a little bit I said okay let me just change by weekly because I know I, I ain't got time for that I ain't got time for every week and my energy might go down and then people go away I'm like listen guys sometimes you have to take care of yourself first you know that's what mm-hmm. I feel like until I feel ready to upload something then I upload it because it's like I want to be in the actual spirit of recording it and then uploading it you need to be the right like frame of mind I think that's the kind of thing I'm trying with the page, like not to just have stuff out because I have to, but because I know what I'm about to have out is beneficial to someone and I'm in the correct mindset as well with what I'm just about to upload, you know? Yes, that is exactly what I was thinking, you know, Uh, because like I've had people come to me and say, oh, Kayla, we need, to, we need to record, we need to record, we need to record once again. Well, let me jump on, let me jump on. Mm-hmm. And these people are my friends. I want to have them on, but I think, like, what are we going to, what is there to discuss? Like, I want to benefit people yeah. listening and the audience in some kind of way. So, like, I can't just do an episode for the sake of doing an episode because if I don't like it, I end up deleting mm-hmm. it and look bad on the person who I invited on, you know. So, um, yeah, a lot of what you said was resonate. <laughs> um <laughs> We kind of touched on the subject of influence a bit on your podcast in the episode about, like I said, knowing your entourage. Um, mm-hmm. In that episode, we not only discussed the importance of friendship, but also the influence of people you surround yourself with. For we know that yeah. bad company corrupts good character. But mm-hmm. in an online sense now, um, would you agree that the same sort of conclusions that we drew in that episode concerning real world friendships and entourage can be applied online with regards to who we follow yeah i think i think yeah it, we can like like you said bad a company does corrupt good character as well so i think even as a christian sometimes like the people that we follow like does kind of show what we're into of some sort because like if you're following pages that you know maybe it's against so and so, but then you still follow those pages, then I don't know. I know for me, for example, I know when I started Obi Life, I was at a point where most of the people that I followed on my own personal page were people that I actually wanted to follow, people that were actually making sense to what I believed in. Mm-hmm. But then I think this year is the year where I've actually really narrowed it down because it comes to a point that we have to be responsible of ourselves. It's easy to say like, oh, um, it's just something that I see on my timeline or something, but it's your choice as well. Like if you're following certain individuals and they're not adding much to life and then you're like, oh, that person is annoying. I don't like what they share. But then you're still following those individuals, especially like influencers. I recently followed an influencer because she posted something I didn't like. And it was something that I've been seeing recently. And I was like, I have no time for this. But also mm-hmm. not just because of that one post, but because for a while, like there was nothing that her page was actually adding to me. It was just, I followed her recently, like a while back because I'd seen her YouTube, you know what I mean? So yeah. I followed her and then after a while, I'm like, she's not really adding too much anymore. So I just went and I followed. So sometimes like we do need to watch like the people that we're allowing to influence our lives. Little by little, like influence is not something that just happens automatically. It's just something that like you're seeing it, you're seeing it. And the next thing you know, you see yourself behaving a certain way. And I think we did cover that on the episode that we did together where like 
some like just the smallest behaviors like next thing you know you be start behaving like someone else like the person mm-hmm. that you're with and then like you don't like what they do but then you're still friends with them and next thing you know yeah. you're doing it and then you're just like whoa <laughs> like mm-hmm. what so even online we do have the power to control who we follow and even who follows us as well like if you don't want certain individual to be up in your business like i think the same thing we apply in our private life in real life we can still do it on social media what you've said there about um whether following other people or unfollowing people because they don't add anything to your to your sort of to your life or to your day you think if you reverse mm-hmm. that are you trying to now you know benefit somebody in their day trying to keep your page like you said the aims of your your page and stuff is that what you want to do so people can can you know follow you and share your post about you think yeah i read off someone shared my post because they enjoyed what they saw rather than just sharing because sometimes you see stuff online and then they don't add anything to people's lives you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i know we live the generation of cancellation so once somebody does something wrong it's like oh i am done with her i am done with him because like they just did something that i don't like but it's just after a while for me it's just like once i see you don't add any value i will stop following you not to be mean or anything mostly this goes for influencers to be real like i don't think i do this to the actual people but mostly this is to influences of sorts so when i post stuff on on the all the last page sometimes i read the stuff i'm about to post and i'm like do i like it is that something i would do do i believe what i'm about to post and then i post it do you know what i mean and even if I see something somebody else shared of someone else, maybe an influencer, I don't just go and share it on mine because I'm like, I don't really believe that. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't really want to portray a certain image that isn't true about me. And mind you, you know, sometimes, like, even though I'm saying that, oh, I don't consider myself an influencer, but I think we all low-key are influencers, whether we like it or not. So I know sometimes on my personal page or on the all be life page i know i've got younger sisters not just my sisters or like family members that follow me so when they see me doing certain stuff they'll be like oh look what she did and like listen before i had a young sister say to me that she looked up to me so for me i already know that as individuals we do have certain people that were like oh i like the way she dresses i like how she does her life and so so and it's not exactly you follow them, but you some sort of admire it, right? And then yeah. I know myself, low-key, I have those younger sisters that look up to me. So when I'm posting something, I don't want to post something. And then they're like, yeah, you know, Sister Naomi posted that. So like this, this, and then they're out there doing what I posted. And then I'm just like, yeah, but, you know, you, you can't stop, especially younger generations. You can't stop them from doing certain stuff because they just follow what they see like if it being an older sister you can tell like they see certain stuff on youtube or online and immediately they just want to be like yeah i want my life like this and i'm like yeah but realistically your life can't be like that you know what i mean yeah I swear you just read like the entire script that i was going to say about how we're all influences in a way and how it's come back full circle to the first question about would you consider yourself influencer so kind yeah. of in a subtle way everybody is mm-hmm. because it's sort of that's what social media gives you as a voice to say what you want and if somebody wants to take heed to what you just said then you've influenced them in that way whether positive or negative mm-hmm. i've had that where i've had older cousins who i've some sort of looked up to and i knew some stuff they were doing weren't right so i didn't exactly follow them but because they were my cousins, I kind of looked up to them. And even mm-hmm. like my own grandmother for a while, like she was kind of like, uh, what I, I had like an image of how a, a hardworking woman would look like. And that was my grandmother at the time. So like, you wouldn't think that like you're influencing people, but you really are. Like sometimes I'm like, why, why, why do you admire what I'm doing though? Like why? <laughs> because you don't really get it, but it's just people, they'll see something in you that they like so they're like yeah you know I like what she does so I'm not gonna do what she does but some sort of their life kind of starts to tweak a little bit to what they see from you you know yeah what us Christians should do is try to do that you know if be a positive influence in somebody's sort of 
life an example that the person should try to mimic in a way try to mm. not be like if we try to be like christ and then they try to be like us so it's all positive in the end isn't it so yeah Can a person be popular in the bride and also be popular in the world? Um, in response to the question that can a person be popular in the bride and be popular in the world, I want to say that you can be up to a point, right? I've, I think there's some people who are naturally big personalities, so wherever they are, whatever environment they're in, they're naturally going to shine and they're naturally going to draw people towards them. So as a result, they're going to be popular in whatever environment they're put in. But the more time you spend with people in the world, that's one thing I've learned over the more time you spend with people in the world, it's going to influence the way you think, the way you talk, the way you do, even if, even if you don't want to. Even if you want to influence them more they, than they influence you, it's a two-way thing. They're going to influence you as well as you influencing them. And being popular in the world can cause you to compromise. And I'd also say that social media and influencing has kind of, in the last few years, it's kind of become like a new pathway for people to get money, for people to, for it to be a job, essentially. Um, and if that was to be your job as a Christian, I'd, for you to be successful, I'd assume that you'd have to have matters from both areas. But I feel like at the end of the day, it's also letting people know where you stand if you're being kind of wishy-washy and like the people in the world are thinking oh he's just a cool guy you know he's a christian but he's calm um then that's a bit of a problem but if people know where you stand um and know then you're not going to compromise on certain things but you'll you'll still be someone that people can come to you'll still be someone that people can be good friends with but there's certain no-go areas in terms of your faith then i think that is fine but also, I'd also say that as you grow in your Christian walk, I feel like it becomes harder for you to be popular or you to thrive in worldly spaces. I feel like naturally, as you become closer to God, as you kind of delve into this message, um, the conversations that you'll want to have will be more godly conversations. And you can only have that with people of like-minded faith. And obviously you can kind of, you can have a few of those conversations with people in the world, especially if you want to introduce them to the word and stuff like that. But naturally it'll be harder to find topics to relate on for you to be popular with these people. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. That was the voice of Sister Anna. You can find her on Instagram at underscore Grace Speaks. Thank you very much, Sister, for your clear and comprehensive contribution. To the question for me i think it's like um it is possible but there's always like a consequence to it there's always like a price to pay i feel like, like you can be popular in the bride but in the world we need to know that there's going to be certain certain temptations that mm -hmm. might come with that popularity do you know what i mean <laughs> but it also comes out for me i think it comes out with your motivation with, with whatever it is you're doing mm -hmm. so let's say for example with my page like I know like it could become big but I know the purpose behind it is to motivate people to share mm -hmm. my experiences but at the same time I wanted to reflect my own life and I wanted to reflect Christ at the same time like I don't want to overstep do you know what I mean so yeah. I know that when it becomes big there's certain things I'm not about to do like if somebody says can we collaborate on this and I don't really agree with that person I might not collaborate just because I know that mm, yeah you know because mm. I know sometimes I've noticed it myself as well where you have uh there is influences in the message let's be real there is some influences and yeah. some of which that I've seen like back in the day like you know they were like doing small things and now, when I see them, I can see a change in their behaviors. Wow. And I can see, like, 
says, oh, bro, it's kind of like putting their foot into the water a little bit, you're testing the water. Mm-hmm. And I saw that previous, uh, recently, actually. But at the same time, I can't blame them because if you choose, for example, I, I feel like influencers, they have their own, they can have their own brands and say, this is what I believe in, whatever. But at some point, they might have to confirm to the world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. especially if you don't have a standard set already like if you're someone that you're kind of like from the beginning like that's why I say your, motiv- your motivation has to be right and also God has to be in it because if your motivation mm-hmm. is wrong what I feel happens is if you're like I want to be popular like oh I'm good at music I, I know I have a good voice but I do want to be popular and that's your driving force I feel like when the temptations come you're going to give in because you're like, okay, if I collaborate with so-and-so, I'll get more popularity in a certain crowd of people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've even seen singers back in the day, I believe even before me and you were born, or even when we were born, and they started their music back then, and they're still doing well till this day. Like, none of them, you don't see them getting involved with too much scandals with the popularity or whatever. But then there's some that, you know, have kind of went downhill. And it's just a thing of like, like I said, you know, if God is in it and you have the right motivation, you won't really give in, even though the temptations may come. But if it's popularity driving you, like it's kind of like the rule of the game, especially when it comes to social media, you know, it's like if you want to get more popular, you're going to have to become a certain way. Mm. And that's what I've seen some people do. And I'm like, I can't blame you because it's it's the game. (laughs) You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm like... You know, like this. The only way I sort of approached it was to be popular. You just need probably certain kind of characteristics or certain kind of traits. Mm-hmm. Almost whatever yeah. circle they're in, they always the, the loud ones or the popular ones. They just whatever circle they end up being, sort of the cream rises to the top almost in a way. Mm-hmm. But then, on the other hand, a lot of what you said there is, you know, they might get caught up in something. At some point, you may have to conform to something you don't necessarily yeah. agree with and both obviously in the message of the bride and the world have different priorities in general so mm-hmm. you can be well known this guy he's, this guy or this girl she's all right this da, da, da. but they both have different sort of uh priorities the world does and the and the, and the, the message does so it's uh i personally don't think it's possible but yeah, I was just interested to hear what people thought about. Yeah, I think it depends on where you're putting yourself. So like if you're, let's say, a sister, right, and you design clothes, for for example, right? Mm. For a while, there'll be people in the message that'll come to you like, oh, can you get this stuff for me? But the more, the more people that come, the more word of mouth spreads. So mm. you might have somebody that's outside in the world asking you to do this and that and I feel in that circumstances you can become sort of popular like oh like you know whoever she's really good at doing this this and that whatever it is but it just depends like I say it depends where you go like I feel if for example like oh I hope nobody gets offended at this but you know if you're like someone you go into sports yeah that's where I'm like mm. like that's the part where I'm like yeah that's where like I'm like yeah that's probably might not be popular I mean like actually playing sports and getting involved in it like I think that might not be popular like you won't be able to be popular in the bride I mean and in the world like it's not possible because I feel for them they're faced with so much stuff as well and even if you're an influencer where if you were you started off great and you start like dumping and going into areas that you shouldn't that popularity, depending on how popular you get, you might have to get a point where you have to either go with what you believe in or what the world believes in. And in this world of cancellation, you're not about to say something that contradicts the world. Like, you're not about to say, oh, I don't believe so-and-so, so this, this, this. Even stuff like, uh-uh, she's gone. Like, she is not, like, you just, mm. you'll be cancelled immediately. So you cannot be popular in that sense. Like, you can manage it because, like I said, we all have seen some examples of people that have gotten popular maybe through their music and they're in their message. 
But I think with those some of those people is they've attracted the right or the sim a similar group of people. So someone that's singing about God daily, they're not gonna <laughs> attract an atheist. Do you know what I mean? So mm. like they kind of attracted the same crowd of people. So they have become popular in a sense. Do you know what I mean? But there's some yeah. that have become popular and it got to their heads. To be honest, if it was me and I had like that kind of talent to play music or to sing or something like that, I wouldn't even mm. try to branch out. I'd only share it between like, you know, message circles and things and not with general mm. music pages probably. Yeah, that's why I say as well, like from the beginning, you have to have the right motivation and God has to be in it because if you're somebody that you're willing to compromise, you might even go into different genres of music because we know like sometimes the music that we listen to, not everybody's going to be into it. So it might just like, yeah, let me try this genre for a bit because, you know, it's popular and everything. So the spirit has to be right from the beginning. Do you know what I mean? It just has to be right. Because if it isn't, then you'll be able to give into anything, like any influence that comes your way. If you say, oh, let's do this, you're going to do it because you want to be popular. You know, popularity is one of the things that probably bring most of us down, especially in the message. Like we get popular and then we forget the person that's created us, you know, who want to become part of the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, wow, it's food for thought, I think that is. Yeah, you can be popular, but you just need to check yourself before you get in there because there's still there's lots of people I know that are like on the popular side but they've still managed you know to stay the course so it just it depends on you as a person you have to be Mm. honest with yourself because for me when I see someone stepping into uncharted waters it's kind of like yeah maybe they weren't too sure what they wanted to to begin with because you know Mm. like there's no way you can decide to be an influencer and not know popularity might come with it. There's no way you can start creating music and posting, especially on social media, and not know popularity is going to come with it. So, like, whatever you do, like, I know some believers have, like, beautiful voices and everything. And just from sharing this, some people that are not in the message are going to enjoy it. But if they have the right spirit of, like, yeah, no, this is to spread God's word and to edify other people, then I think they should be fine. But if it's the popularity that they're looking for, then (laughs) yeah, this world is scary. Let's be real. This world is scary, especially for believers. Like there's temptations left, right, and center. So sometimes we have to choose our temptations. I agree. I was just thinking then on um, the subject of like popularity is a temptation because Jesus was also tempted as like when Satan came to me, he said, I'll give you all, I control all the nations, but I'll give them to you. You'll be the most powerful, most popular person on the planet as well. But he said no to that. And yet, through just yeah. sticking with the word, uh, it says f- uh, fame of him spread throughout the land and stuff, just by, you know, by preaching and speaking the word. So for this next uh, segment, uh, I wanted to do what I did in the previous episode with Shem, which is basically, would you rather? So mm-hmm. the premise is quite simple. I'll ask you a couple, I'll give you options in it, usually two, and you pick which one you would rather and which one you would reject, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so let's dive right in with the first one. Uh, would you rather be able to fly or be invisible? This is a standard one. I would say fly. Because <laughs> if I think about all the places I would like to visit, definitely fly. Invisibility, it's not its not that fun to say. Like flying, I think I would go, like I don't know where I would go, but like, yeah. I would end up in every country every month. Oh, yeah, I'd rather fly. <laughs> like I don't have to pay no plane ticket, do you know what I mean? I feel like we're flying. I don't know, I'm, being, I'm thinking too much about it. So if you were flying and then like, I don't know if the CIA find out this is human it's like it's like operating on you and everything like that it's nuts I don't know but yeah you have to say flying because nobody can fly like by themselves so you want to be the first one to do it and see what it's like so I'd agree but it can get sticky I think if people find out you can fly 
Well, yeah, it can be sticky, but you know, sometimes if you think too deep into it, <laughs> like I know they will like probably wonder like what's going on. Like I'm the type of girl where I would probably go that crazy if I'm thinking a lot of stuff. But listen, what they don't know will kill them. If there's a way that I can fly, like if this be invisibility with the fly, like I would mind. <laughs> Yeah, those two together would be a nice sort of combination because they don't know really there. Radar, yeah. maybe you'll pick it up, but they don't see anything. So, like, what? Yeah, <laughs> that would be interesting. Uh, next one. Uh, would you rather live in the Antarctic or the Sahara Desert? Hmm. Yeah, I'm more of a winter person, and I always Ooh. get slagged for saying this. Honestly, I'm a winter person. I don't know me and the heat. We don't get along. And yeah, okay, yeah, I don't like the heat, but okay. <laughs> but I always get slagged for it sometimes when I say I'm like winter person. So okay. if I can stay extra warm, I'll take that entire Because yeah, me and the heat, we had a, I would say almost like a heat wave for a while here. And let's just say I was not having it at all. Like I was praying crying for rain though i would say they're okay i was just thinking because at least with the sahara desert yeah you're on a continent mm-hmm. with people in it whereas in antarctica you're just on your own on your wednesday like the entire continent is just empty <laughs> i feel like that would just mess with your mind or something like that but like i probably choose sahara just because i know there's people within a certain mile or whatever i'll reach another person but mm-hmm. antarctica is like there's no one there. It seems kind of like yeah, but you see, yeah. yeah, when you put it that way, yeah. But at the same time, I'm the type that I don't mind moving to the countryside. <laughs> For this, this is something that I've actually been really into lately. Like I think maybe because I've been in the town and city for a while for most of my life, so I'm like, yeah, in the future, move out from home. I might just pick a place in the countryside or some some place that's a bit more rural than urban do you know what I mean yeah okay. so when you put it that way yeah even though I, I like being alone sometimes I enjoy being around people so if I could take someone with me <laughs> then I'll be okay <laughs> uh, next one now uh, would you rather have you know telekinesis telekinetic abilities or the ability to read people's minds Okay, what what the other one is where you can move from place to place, isn't it? No, the other one is where you can move objects with your mind. I think. I can oh it. yeah, <laughs> read people's minds. <laughs> read people's minds because I don't really find that fun. Privacy. That is a breach of privacy. Oh, <laughs> I don't see the fun in the other one. Well, besides laziness, really, like, like right now I can't think of something that I can move. That- yeah, cool. if I could, if I could be selected in whose mind I read, mm. because yeah, like you said, it is a debate of privacy. I don't know if I want someone else to read my mind because sometimes it's crazy in there. But yeah, <laughs> I okay, think... I wasn't expecting an answer. Though. I was expecting a telekinetic one. I'd choose telekinetic yeah. one just because but... the other ones, the other ones, a bit out of order. I think. <laughs> yeah. With these questions, I'm like, yeah, the other one, the other one, yeah. Maybe yeah, the way you said the like, invasion of privacy, I might choose the other one just because. It's good, like, maybe you get, like, <laughs> a good job in, like, a MI5 or something, because you know when somebody's lying or it, it opens a lot of doors, isn't it? But then so does the other one. You can literally open doors without touching them. So, uh, I still... Yeah, if I, can, if I could select the minds I read. And the circumstances. <laughs> there's some stuff I don't want to know. Like, there's some stuff personally I wouldn't want to know at all. Like, sometimes yeah. I wouldn't want to know what people think about me because I'm just like, that's your opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at some points, will I care or won't I care about your opinion? That's the thing. So, yeah, you yeah. kind of persuaded me on the other one a little bit. So, no, I think you could yeah. you can choose obviously <laughs> whose mind you read, but I still feel like. It's kind of out. Yeah, it depends. Okay. Um, would you rather be without the internet for a week or without your phone for the same amount of time a week as well? My phone, because I can still do stuff on my phone. 
like I can make calls, get myself distracted, and there's a lot of stuff you can actually do without the internet as well. Yeah, I agree. This one really, it's quite an easy one. Um, this next one's a bit weird. I wanted to stick a, like a strange one in there. Uh, would you rather fight one lion-sized spider or mm-hmm. 100 spider-sized lions? What? Repeat again. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather fight one spider that is the size of a lion, basically a yeah. big wham spider, or yeah. would you rather take on 100 spider-sized uh, little lions? You know. Uh, I'm, I'm more afraid of the lion than I am of the spider. <laughs> so yes, the the spider. The You'd rather take on spider. one big spider. Yeah. Okay. The lion's going to be really, really small. The lions are tiny. Like, you could probably just stand on them and like, kill them. What? I, I don't know. Like, like I would like to meet that insects before, but, but mm, I'm more comfortable with this. <laughs> okay, stick with your, stick with your first answer. Yeah. Okay. Um, these ones are like, would put them in order, these next um, few questions. So, mm-hmm. Phone call, text, or voice note? Phone call, text, or voice... Mm. I would say... Phone? No, I would say... Voice note, text, and call. <laughs> like, I rather upset voice note than call. Like, I used to be type that, like, you call me and I'm like, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> like, I'm not comfortable with calls at all. But recently, I've gone around it, so I would say, yeah, I would say calls would be last just because it's not my favorite. Because voice notes, I can say loads when I want to as well, the same way I can do with calls. And I'm more of a text person, so voice notes make you, makes it easier for you to express yourself faster, you know? Yeah, I appreciate how easy it is to send a voice note, and I understand uh, you know, the convenience of it. But I'd still just send like a big paragraph anyway, just because... <laughs> because um so i want to put voice note top for me but i know it wouldn't be top truly text would be top for me because i text all the time and i'm the same with you with phone calls sometimes unexpected phone calls just like like ugh, what do you want now um mm-hmm. that kind of feeling so phone call probably be last just because it can be unexpected and it's a bit annoying when it is and then it, yeah it, it, it's it, unexpected for sure yeah and the thing with text long paragraphs sometimes I feel lazy so I just go for the voice notes I sometimes yeah. someone will tell me something short I'm like listen I'm feeling lazy too <laughs> so I just go for the voice notes okay the problem with voice notes sometimes you can't almost you can't quite edit what you're saying like you either start stuttering a lot during the voice note but with a text mm. you start writing and then you go back and say oh, that's, not, that's not quite right I changed that a bit and then you yeah, send well, it it takes lots of time though yeah, I know, but I still do it anyway. <laughs> um, uh, sometimes I like the easy way, you know? Yeah. All right. Um, next one is, between these three, rank them in order, yeah? Um, cake, sweets, or chocolate? Cake, chocolate, and sweets. I'm not really a fan of sweets too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Sweet to me, mm, not really. But chocolate and cake, like yes, please. <laughs> mm, I don't actually know what I would right? I don't know. I feel like chocolate for me would be the bottom. I think. I don't know. I generally don't know what I drink. Yeah, how I drink. Because um, I consume more sweets than I do cake, so I'm like, this wouldn't be fair yeah. on the sweets, isn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, ooh, just out of what I consume, I think it'd probably go sweets, cake, then chocolate, probably. So, yeah, yeah. If you call mind. me over for cake, I'll be on the first bus down. <laughs> if you call me over for sweets, I'm like, ah, please. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, maybe important sweets probably doesn't rank that much, cake probably ranks higher, but I'm mm-hmm. just doing a loyalty. That's the question. Yeah. Next one. Pizza, burger, or steak? What did you just say again? Pizza, burger, or steak? 
um, pizza, burger, and steak. <laughs> In that order? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I probably agree with that. Okay. Now, this one's another tricky one. Jen won't answer this one. Uh, would you rather lose your sense of taste or never hear music again? Taste? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, taste. I cannot do without music. Like I said, if I'm angry, I put music on, then I calm down. If I'm upset, um, upset, I put music. You know, I enjoy music. Like anyone that knows me, like music all the way. Like, ah. As, as long as like, I can lose the taste, like it's not nice, obviously, but listen, I'll still get full, I'll still be nice to health because I'll still be able to eat, so yeah, please. <laughs> okay, it's pretty straightforward. Okay. Um, and the last one, would you rather meet your future self or your younger self? Younger self, because she's made yeah. a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I just think it'd be so cool. <laughs> I'll be my younger self and kind of knock some sense into her for a little bit and I'm like don't do that <laughs> like don't do this my future self that one is in God's hands you know whatever happens to the future self that's in God's hands in my hands mm-hmm. too because what I do will affect my future at the end of the day but the past yeah because if we did some stuff differently in the past we could you know be in a different position today but at the same time it's God's will as well if you think about it because some stuff went through it just put us where it's supposed to. Maybe sometimes it's just meant to be. But like, if I did have a choice, I'll choose my path for my future. Yeah, you're giving a proper intellectual answer there. I just thought it'd be cool <laughs> to meet my younger self. Well, that concludes the the episode. I hope you had a I hope you had fun. I think. Uh, thank you for yeah. joining me on the episode. Do you want to share your channels or your uh, channels, but your podcasts and your pages, if you want, or anything? How can people contact you? Yeah, my pages are mainly just Instagram, all being life, and then my podcast is on Spotify, and Google Podcast, yeah, and. I even forgot where they are. Apple Podcasts. Um, I said Spotify already, didn't I? Yeah, it's three of them, I think. It's, yeah. Yeah. Know. And it's all been like talks on that on the podcast platform. So, yeah. Okay. But uh, thank you so much for having me on. Even though it was a long time coming. But, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's my fault. Um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Catch you all in the next one.